Buck Showalter will not be returning as the Mets manager next season. What does this mean for the franchise moving forward? We'll discuss that on today's edition. Locked on Mets. You are locked on Mets. Your daily New York Mets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello to all you amazing Mets fans who are listening to Locked On Mets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Mets your first listen every day. Locked On Mets is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. On this emergency edition of Locked On Mets, I'll be discussing the decision to move on from Buck Showalter. We'll get to that in both segments. In the first segment, more reaction to what happened. The second segment, a look at why it happened and what will change with the next manager hire. Before we get to any of that, I'm your host, Ryan Finkelstein. If you want to find any of my work, follow me on Twitter at FinkelsteinRyan. You can also find some of my writing at JustBaseball.com, where I work as the managing editor. Well, Buck Walter is no longer the New York Mets manager. He will complete his last game today with the club, and that will be it for his tenure running this franchise. I have to say I'm not surprised by... This announcement, Buck Showalter um, spoke to the media before the game, and I did love his little note in there where he is going through these talking points, right? He's uh, explaining what happened, um, thanking people for his time in New York, and he notices as he tells this room of reporters that he's out that immediately all of their reaction is to get on their phone, get on X or Twitter, and be the first to the news. It says all of you are more concerned with being first on this than essentially listening to him. And it's that moment of pure honesty that to me uh, embodies what was great about Buck Showalter as the Mets manager. Um, I, I thought he handled the media really well. And that's part of the job here, right? And I think that's what he was. And at times, I think people can complain about some of the things he said, but overall, I think if you look at the tenets of the job, which is managing the media, getting your players on your side and having them play for you, I think he did a great job in those facets. There was a point this season where I called for Buck Showalter's job back in June because I didn't like how he was managing the young players and I didn't like some of the bullpen decisions. And a lot of those things can compile and it could be part of the reason why the Mets are where they're at right now. The bigger reason is the lack of performance from the players. So I don't believe this season is on Buck Showalter. I also believe that they are best to move on. I think they need to get a new voice in there that is in line with the new president of baseball operations. And of course, part of the discussion that we will have as the offseason rolls on and this manager search heats up is whether David Stern's former manager with the Brewers, Craig Council, who is going to be a free agent um, this offseason, if that is a potential fit. And we will spend plenty of time on that. But I want to spend today's little emergency episode on Buck because he is a baseball lifer who has given more to the game than most. And I still sit here, despite the fact that I've campaigned for him not to be brought back, feeling bad for Buck Showalter. You watch him talk to the media and it sucks that it didn't work out because last year here he wins manager of the year 
And you think, oh, this is Buck Showalter's chance to have this last hurrah that Dusty Baker is enjoying with the Houston Astros. And do I think that Dusty Baker is a considerably better manager than Buck Showalter? No. I think these are a couple of guys who have been in the game forever that will get the players on their side and you know, ultimately will be good faces for your organization when it comes to the job of a manager especially nowadays with how much input it is you know, brought upon the manager with the analytics department and everything else. Difference is Dusty Baker has a better team and better players who have been more successful. And so Buck Showalter has to be one of the fall guys here. It's, again, one of those things where I don't think he is to blame for this season, but he's getting blamed for this season. That's what this is. That's why you let go of your manager in this circumstance um, to turn the page to a new era of Mets baseball, you hope, Uh, but you look back at his two years with the Mets and then you think about some of the previous managers. I mean, (laughs) it's funny to say, but like who's been a better manager than the Mets have had. People are going to point to Terry Collins and he certainly took the Mets to a world series in 2015 and the playoffs in 2016 and had his moments. But do I think that, you know, the the large population uh, of you know people who are informed on the game of baseball believe that Terry Collins was a better manager than Buck Showalter? Probably not, you know. And then they had Luis Rojas, a novice that came in, and he had his two seasons with the club. And uh, you know, you you look before that, Mickey Callaway was his own type of disaster in, in some respects. <laughs> it's just been a carousel. I think the question now moving forward is who is going to be that stable voice? And if it couldn't be Buck Showalter, how are you going to find it? Um, it's it's a weird day for the New York Mets to say goodbye to Buck Showalter under these circumstances. Um, I think that they are in a position where this was the right call. I think if you had brought Buck Showalter back, it would have – just in some ways giving you that excuse at some point next season to have to let, let him go in the last year of a contract and things were working out that uncertainty about his future. Cause he wasn't going to get a new contract going into next season, the lame duck status. So sometimes it's best to move on, but yeah, it's a, a odd day and, and weird circumstances. As again, I sit here and I think the Mets made the right call, believe it. But then I see him talking. I'm like, did they? Is it his fault? And I want to get into that a little more in just a minute. You know, how much blame again do we assign to Buck? And what's a new manager going to bring? Like, what's the difference, different characteristics you need when you bring in this next guy? Because this time, when it came to their manager search, they wanted the established guy. So, where are they going in the future? And that's what we'll discuss next. Before we do, today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Now, The Major League Baseball season is over, but that does not mean that tickets for events are suddenly out because guess what? There's concerts you can go to. There's a football season. Basketball is right around the corner. And no matter what event you're trying to go to, Game Time is going to give you the best deals. Fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee. So you can stop stretching over the tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun you're going to have at the game or the concert. And the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. So if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. 
Get images of your seats before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps, you're all set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. You can snag tickets without distress by using GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, use the code LOCKDOWNMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem the code LOCKDOWNMLB for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. So the New York Mets made their decision on Buck Showalter, and it is, again, a sad day for him. And in some respects, a sad day for Mets baseball that this season ends on this note. That's sort of been the journey of the 2023 Mets. It was hype, 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 a big fall from grace, a period of wondering if they could ever rebound and acceptance of their fate as a team at the trade deadline. And a clear eye towards the future. And part of that becomes who's going to manage the ball club and the Mets make this call. And it's unfortunate for Buck Showalter because you kind of expect this might be his last stop. I mean, you don't know there's another team out there that's going to give him an opportunity. And that's why you know he's all choked up in his press conference telling the media because you know, he wanted this job. He enjoyed this job. I'm sure a lot more last season than this season, but still, and, I think if given the opportunity, he would have remained at this job. But now the Mets are looking in another direction. And I think if you look at this season, you want to you know, criticize Buck Showalter, you could say he should have leaned on the youth a little bit more. You can quibble about not giving Mark Vientos everyday opportunities when he got called up. And, hey, now you're seeing Mark Vientos show something at the end of the season when given those everyday opportunities. It took in August where he really struggled, but then September he came around. You think, all right. If they did that in June and then all of a sudden Mark Vientos was killing it in July, hey, maybe the Mets would have been in a better shape or maybe they didn't manage uh, the the playing time for Francisco Alvarez, right, or Brett Beatty or the bullpen decisions were all uh, out of whack. Really, I think if we look at the entire scope of the season, as I've already alluded to, this team just, I don't, I don't care who the manager was, they weren't going anywhere. Um, with that said, you see a Miami Marlins team under a, rookie manager and Skip Schumacher who you know, took the ball club and you heard some rumblings in spring training about, oh, the vibes are really good in, in Miami right now. This team, you know, under Skip and a young coaching staff is is feeling like they can contend and has the team with the right mindset. And look, they did it. So that makes you then kind of circle back to the mess and wonder, all right, so what do they have to do here? Who do they hire? Um, and I don't want to get too much into the specific candidates, but more just the type of manager they should be looking for. Are they going to go back to a rookie manager with a team that's still going to have expectations? Might not be the same World Series or bus expectations of this season, but still, granted, there's going to be some expectations of the Mets being able to compete next season, particularly depending on what else they do this offseason. And I don't think they're going to sit on their hands and do nothing. So with that, you're going to want to bring somebody in that at least is not going into their first job, I think. Then the question is, all right, so are you going for another veteran manager to the likes of Buck Showalter? You know, if someone else gets let go from another team, like Bob Melvin, for example, from the Padres, is that the type of manager that you're looking towards? Are you looking towards bringing Carlos Beltran from that limited front office role you had? And all of a sudden, after 
uh, you know, not letting him manage the team a couple of years ago with new ownership. It circles back around. You give the team back to Beltron. I don't think so. Ultimately, I believe the goal would be to get a manager who understands the analytics, who's younger, who can relay that information to the players, but has the experience that they're not going to shrivel under the lights of New York City. And I think you can, I already alluded to one of the managing candidates earlier, who, who's an option. I'm sure we'll see the others that might circulate um, along with Craig Council, but uh, we'll see how this search eventually goes. But I think my hope for the Mets as they make this decision is that they land on a manager and they give that, land, that manager a long leash. I, I'm not saying, hey, just give somebody a 10-year contract, but I would hope that whoever they bring in, there is every opportunity for that person to be the manager of the New York Mets for a long period of time because it's been since Terry Collins that the Mets have had a manager that stuck around for more than a couple of seasons. And I think that stability is important. I think they just hired an executive in David Stearns that has that type of leash that that was given the five-year contract. And I think the expectation, the hope is that he'd perform at a really high level in those five years and get another contract after that. And I think that's the type of manager you want to pull in. I think the big question now is how much does getting that president of baseball operations in here, how much does that help you in finding a manager? Because the last couple of times the Mets have gone in these searches hasn't always been a bunch of people falling over themselves to get this job. Um, and part of why the Mets didn't fire Buck Showalter midseason or Billy Epler for that matter, Steve Cohen said he wanted there to be continuity. He wanted to not come off as the franchise that just cycles through these guys so that he could get the top flight executive he's always wanted. Now that he has the executive, funny enough, that leads to being able to lop off the head of the manager in this sense when it comes to firing Buck Showalter and moving in a different direction which again, I don't disagree with. But now this offseason, the goals become pretty clear. And the priority number one now is find a new manager. And then once you get that, it's about building out a roster that they can win with. But I think Buck Showalter was given every resource in these two seasons. And because the Mets didn't reach the heights that they were supposed to this year, letting go of him was justified. And I feel bad for Buck Showalter at the same time. And I'm anxious to see who's coming next. So I guess I'm a little bit all over the place, but hey, final day of the season, I guess that uh, comes with the territory. Tomorrow's show, I didn't want to put this into tomorrow's show. I mean, we'll still talk about it a bit, but I wanted to let the Buck Showalter decision be its own episode so that we can sort of do a post-mortem on everything 2023 Mets and go through it all for tomorrow's show for all you every day or so. Make sure you check that out. Also, if you want to join our subtext, the link is in the description. It's a way that you can text me and also get texted updates about the show, about what's going on with the Mets, and that's going to be particularly fun in the offseason where we can really dive into every rumor possible in subtext as opposed to potentially leaving some of that stuff until it gets more serious on the show. So I do encourage you guys to follow that link, follow me wherever you get your podcasts, and to uh, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. But if you want to catch every pitch of playoff baseball, you can do so with Sirius XM.